Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this time that we're able to spend looking into your word together. And we pray that you may help us to understand what we read here. We know that our hearts are hard and we do not comprehend what you say unless you help us by your Holy Spirit. Lord, we pray this morning that you may particularly be with me and help me to speak what is your word and not my own words. May you keep error far from my lips. And may your word this morning be an encouragement to the believers here. And if there are any unbelievers here, may they be uh, attracted to the Lord Jesus Christ and put their faith in him this morning. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, what does your mind usually fix on? What are the things that you think about? Food happens to be one of the big things for me to think about. My mind naturally travels to thinking about food. And on Friday, uh, there was uh, a women's meeting, and so Jill went out for dinner beforehand with some of the other ladies, and that meant I had to find my own dinner, which meant I had the opportunity to buy some fast food. Jill usually restricts my fast food addiction. And so most of Friday, once I came to this understanding that I'd be eating fast food for dinner, And my mind would be travelling to what would I have? Would it be McDonald's? Would it be KFC? Would it be Hungry Jack's? Or would I go a more healthy option and have Subway? Uh, All day, my mind kept moving in that direction because that is where my mind loves to travel to, to thinking about food. What is it that your mind travels to? What does your mind like to fix upon? Is it food? Is food something that is big on your mind? Are you even now thinking about what you're going to have for Sunday lunch rather than actually paying attention to me up the front? What is it that your mind likes to fix upon? Well, this morning we're going to look at Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 1. We've taken a bit of a break from Hebrews. Uh, We've been around to other parts of the Bible. And so I'm picking up where I left off. We finished chapter 2 and we've come back to Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1. And there in that passage, we're instructed to fix our minds on something in particular. And it's not food. It's the Lord Jesus Christ. It says there in verse 1 of chapter 3, if you've got a black church Bible, that's page 1185. Chapter 3, verse 1 of Hebrews says, Therefore, holy brothers who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, the apostle and high priest whom we confess. We're instructed in this passage to fix our thoughts on Jesus. Is this a good thing to do? To fix our thoughts on Jesus? Is he better to think about than a foot-long chicken fillet from Subway with everything except the jalapenos because I don't like the hot um, chilli? Or is he better to think about than a Big Mac or a Hungry Jack's Whopper with cheese? Is he something that we should fix our thoughts upon? That's what I want to look at this morning is why Jesus is better than anything that we can fix our thoughts upon. Why he is someone that we should be regularly thinking about. And I want to get those reasons out of chapter 3, verse 1. And if you want to follow along as to my main points this morning, they're on the back of the church bulletin there. And my first main point this morning is, fix your thoughts on Jesus because of who he is. Fix your thoughts on Jesus because of who he is. And the first thing we notice in this passage about who Jesus is and why we should fix our thoughts on him is because he is an apostle. We see there in verse 1 it says, Therefore, holy brothers who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, the apostle 
and high priest whom we confess. We're meant to fix our thoughts on Jesus because, the author of the Hebrews reminds us, he is the apostle. Now what is an apostle? Apostle is one of those words that's mentioned again and again in the New Testament and it means someone who is sent. It comes from the Greek word apostello, meaning to send, I send something. And so apostles are people who are sent by God and usually sent by God with God's word. So we have uh, many apostles, many people who have come in the name of God and shared his word. So why should we fix our thoughts on this particular apostle, upon Jesus? Why shouldn't we fix our thoughts on other apostles that are mentioned in the Bible? We've got many apostles that we could think of. We could think of apostles who are angels, messengers from God who bring God's word. We could fix our thoughts on uh, the prophets who come and speak God's word, including Moses, one of the great prophets, or Elijah, a great prophet as well. Why should we fix our thoughts on Jesus instead of those, uh, those apostles? Or maybe the apostles, the 12 apostles, the apostles that Jesus had as his disciples, who we read their word regularly again and again here at Dremoyne Baptist. Why should we not fix our thoughts on the Apostle Paul all the time? Why should we fix our thoughts on the Apostle Jesus instead? Because he's the best apostle. He is the apostle who is like no other apostle that has come before. He is not like the prophets in the Old Testament. He is not like angels, which is what the author of Hebrews has been so careful to stress in chapter 1 and chapter 2, which we looked at when we looked at this passage in the past. He, Jesus is far superior to those apostles, those messengers of God, those angels. And he's more superior to, of course, the 12 apostles as well. He's better than them. Because, of course, he is the one who sends them as God's messengers. Jesus is the apostle, the great apostle. Why is he so good? Well, because when he speaks, it's always God's word. He is always speaking God's word. He is the word. He is God's word literally. He is the one through whom all things were created as the word. He is the great apostle. And so naturally our minds should be focused upon him rather than any other apostle that we might like to think about. We can think about them, but really our thoughts should primarily be focused on Christ. I do like the apostle Paul. I like to read his work. I'm a great admirer of him. I like to think about angels and the wings and what they look like. But the focus of my thoughts should be upon the Apostle, Jesus Christ. Any other reasons why we should focus upon Jesus with our thoughts because of who he is? Well, he's also our high priest. Verse 1, Therefore, holy brothers who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, the Apostle, and high priest whom we confess. We should focus our thoughts upon Jesus because he is our high priest. What does it mean that he is our high priest? Well, that's actually been spoken about earlier in chapter 2 and, of course, will be spoken about again and again in Hebrews. If you know anything about Hebrews, it does like to talk about Jesus' priesthood. What does it mean that Jesus is a priest? We'll go back to verse 14 of chapter 2. Verse 14 of chapter 2 reads, Since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity, that's Jesus, so that by his death he might destroy him who holds the power of death, that is the devil, 
and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. For surely it is not angels he helps, but Abraham's descendants. For this reason he had to be made like his brothers in every way, in order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God, and that he might make atonement for the sins of the people. Because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. The primary role of the high priest is what? To offer a sacrifice, it says there in verse 17, that he might make atonement for the sins of the people. And so Jesus deserves our thoughts. We should be fixing our thoughts upon Jesus because he is the one who has taken away our sin. He is the one who has made atonement for us. We are sinners against God. We are rebels against him and should be cast out of his presence for eternity and punished in hell. But instead we have a high priest who has come along and offered a sacrifice, which was his own body, and bore the punishment that we deserve upon his shoulders. It's incredible what Jesus has done for us. And so our thoughts should naturally start to think about Jesus. We should be thinking about him regularly because he is the most significant person in our lives. Our thoughts should naturally swing toward him. We might think the most significant person in our lives might be our parents or might be our spouse or our children. But they're not in comparison to what Jesus has done for you. No other person has offered a sacrifice for your sins and that sacrifice is sufficient for your sins. Someone might try to offer some sort of sacrifice for you, but it's not sufficient in the sight of God. Jesus is the only one who has offered a sacrifice that is sufficient for your sins. And if you have a high view of how sinful you are, then you'll have a high view of Jesus Christ and your thoughts will naturally swing toward him. I think that's one of the reasons we don't think about Jesus that much. It's because we don't think much of our sin. We don't realise how wonderful it is that Jesus died for all the horrible things we have done in our lives. But if we start to reflect on how sinful we are, then Christ's sacrifice as our high priest is all the more wonderful and our thoughts should fix upon him. And I think that's why the author of Hebrews puts here the mention of Jesus as a high priest when he's asking us to fix our thoughts on Jesus. He mentions that Jesus is our high priest. Don't forget, he's your high priest. And so your thoughts should fix upon him. So Jesus is far better to think about than many of the things we like to think about, fast food included. He is... So much better because he is apostle, the apostle, the greatest of all apostles, and he is our high priest. But if that wasn't enough, are there any other reasons given to us in the text for why we should fix our thoughts on Jesus? Well, I think yes. I think we're also given reasons to think about Jesus because of who we are. And so that's my second main point this morning. Fix your thoughts on Jesus because of who you are. We should fix our thoughts on Jesus because of who he is, but we should also fix our thoughts upon him because of who we are. I think the author of Hebrews reminds us in this text of a few things about the readers and about you, if you're Christians, to encourage you to fix your thoughts on Jesus. Just like we 
remind people of who they are to try and get them to do things in other circumstances as well. I like the TV show The West Wing, and so I got a bit of my knowledge of American politics there. And uh, one of the things, uh, I'm not sure if it's true, that they say in that is that uh, the close friends of the president always refer to him as Mr. President. They don't call him by his first name because, uh, even though they may have done that for years and years, they switch to Mr. President to remind him of his office that when he does things, he's doing it as the President of the United States. To remind him he's not doing it as, you know, Joe Bloggs, who he used to be. He's doing things as the President. And so he needs to be reminded of that so that when he makes decisions, he's remembering that he's doing those things as President. And I think we get a few things just like that reminded to us so that we will fix our thoughts on Jesus here in this text. And the first thing that the author of Hebrews reminds us about ourselves is that we should fix our thoughts on Jesus because of our heavenly calling. Verse 1, it says, Therefore, holy brothers who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus. He reminds the readers that they have a heavenly calling, and so they should therefore fix their thoughts on Jesus. How does having a heavenly calling remind you to fix your thoughts on Jesus? Well, that's where you're headed. To have a heavenly calling means you're being called to heaven. This world is not your home. You have another home that you are headed to, and that is heaven. And so you are naturally going to start thinking about heaven, aren't you? Just like if you're going on holidays you start naturally thinking about that holiday on the lead-up to the event. That's where you're going. You're being called overseas to have a nice time in Europe. And so you start thinking about Europe all the time. That's what we should be doing as Christians. We should start start to be thinking about heaven, and particularly the highlight of heaven. Who's the highlight of heaven? Jesus Christ. If we've got a heavenly calling, our minds should be naturally moving to thinking about Jesus. Just like if you had a holiday and you were going not necessarily to see a place, but to see a person, a relative who you may not have seen for decades, or a friend that you haven't seen for years. And so you naturally, as the holiday comes up, you're thinking about that person. So it is with Jesus. We are headed toward him. We have this heavenly calling. We are going home. And so our minds should be fixing upon him because of that heavenly calling we have. Why else should we fix our thoughts on Jesus because of who we are? Well, we're also told that we are holy. Verse 1, Therefore, holy brothers who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, the apostle and high priest, whom you confess. We should fix our thoughts on Jesus because we are holy people. How does holiness encourage us to fix our thoughts on Jesus? What is holiness? Holiness is often associated in the Bible with moral holiness, with morality, with obedience. Holiness itself, sanctification, means to be set apart. And we're usually spoken of being sanctified, set apart, for obedience, for goodness, for morality. And so if we are holy people, then we'll obey God's commands, won't we? And what's God commanding you to do in this text? The one imperative in verse 1? Fix your thoughts on Jesus. 
So if you claim to be holy people, then you will do what God commands. And what does God command? Think about Jesus. So if you claim to be holy, then you will fix your thoughts on Jesus. I think the author of the Hebrews throws that word in there, holy, to encourage you to remember you're meant to be holy. That way, remember to fix your thoughts on Jesus. Obey this command here, this teaching from God, and fix your thoughts on Jesus. And then the last reason why we should fix our thoughts on Jesus because of who we are is because he is our confession. We read that in verse 1. Therefore, holy brothers who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, the apostle and high priest, whom we confess. What is a confession? Well, a confession is a profession of what you believe, what your life is about, what your